spray shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh -huh. Call yeah. spray shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 92 of The Fizz. Thank you all for joining us after our one-week hiatus. I'm with my main men, reunited with the Big Slip Bandit. Lou, how we doing? Doing good, baby. Fresh from the Bahamas, little glistening tan, ready to get the pod popping. Let's go. I'm also here with Channy Football, how we doing, my friend? Back and it feels so good. Feels great. Does that was a hard intro, Frank? I will say you fucking ripped that today. Good job. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I'm pretty jacked. I feel like it's been one, literally one week off, and I feel like we took the month off because of how much had happened in the last week. A lot of going on. A lot of sports. A lot of personal. Yeah. A lot of good things. Yeah. So I mean, last week I was coming back from Lambo, and the day that we usually record, I just had to catch up on missing all of Monday. Uh, so me and Chaney couldn't get together. And then as you heard, the big slip was, was, uh, like bathing with pigs in, in the Bahamas. So. I was, they were bathing with me, but, uh, it was a great trip, baby. Uh, we did a little Royal Caribbean cruise, uh, a little four, four nighter. Mm -hmm. So we left on, uh, on Monday, got down there. We hung out in Brickle for a little bit before we left, went to crazy about you really good spot on the water, a couple of drinks, get freshened up. Then Monday, pretty pretty low key day on the boat as far as like stuff going on, but like a lot of boozing. So uh, Royal Caribbean has like this app, mm -hmm. and you can like basically see where everything's at on the boat. You can do like everything on there, buy stuff, whatever, and they show you like every time that you check in at a bar. So of course I bought the premium booze package. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, it, Duh. literally. What are like, you doing? Duh. It, was, yeah. it was a no brainer. Yeah, what are you doing? The first day, the next day, I woke up after the first day. I checked the app. I did twenty stops at different bars. <laughs> <laughs> Two zero. Does it like I? I mean, I, that's interesting. It's like I don't like I wouldn't. I don't know if I need all that info though. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't. I didn't want to. I was like, holy shit, that's bad. Is like, it like that's every a time lot. you like buy a drink or every time you walk like, in? No, every time you buy something from the bar there. So okay. whether it was a a shot a beer or a mixed drink i had 20 total so and like what if you get like four beers at a time Does it you can four? only order one drink per pass okay so it was just one but they were like after you order one if you they some of the people were dumb where they were like oh you can't we gotta wait 10 minutes in between each drink and then some of the other people i'd be like all right can i get a shot do the shot. All right, let me get a beer. Yeah, you take know? a knee for five. Yeah, right. Like yeah. do a lap around, you know? <laughs> yeah, what, do, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. Couldn't go back to back on yeah. a cruise. I'm like, doing my shots on a, I'm doing shots on a vacation. <laughs> yeah. like, like, it, it, there was only a few people that did that, but majority yeah. of them don't care. But it was just like, all right, man, what are yeah. we doing here? Yeah. You know, I'm on fucking vacation. Right. Okay. So, so quick question, if I may interject first, when you were like on the boat, I've never been on a cruise. Could you feel it moving? No, we had pretty, especially like the first couple days when you're leaving like the area, like we didn't have any rough waters at all. So it was fine. The fourth day we ran into like a little bit of waves where it was like, you could kind of feel it rocking, but it wasn't like, I, for me personally, like I don't have a problem being on boats and like in the water. So it was fine. 
But like, especially you're drinking, dude, this thing's like a fucking mall. Like yeah. it's humongous, you know? I've never been on a cruise either. So I'm, I'm glad you're asking. They're this, humongous. Like, like the boats stuff. are incredible. Like how much shit they have in them. And then like, did you look out into the ocean when you were fucked up? Like, were oh you yeah. Tripping like our rooms shit? had a balcony on it. So yeah, you yeah. could walk right out there. And then they have like a bunch of bars on the sky deck where you could go up there and have drinks and like everything yeah. like that. Yeah. It was sweet. One of the, one of the places where we stopped at Coco Cay. And they had like a sick water park there. So, wait, so is that a area on the boat? It no, that's like uh, it was like an island in stop. the Bahamas. It, yeah, okay. but Royal Caribbean like bought it and put like two hundred and fifty mil into it and made like a bunch of swim up bars. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> fuck. They they just have like a ton of excursions there, and they yeah. had actually a pretty sweet water park. So we got you know we were doing some drinking, uh, me and my girl and. And we go to the water park after a few, and they yeah. had like the tallest wa- like water slide in North America, I guess. Yeah. So ripped that. They had probably seven or eight of them total. All really good time. Big water uh, slide guy here. Yeah. Not it was a fucking co- blast. Yeah, that's sick. So like, yeah. Are you one of those guys? Because some people are like, I'm not going on fucking roller coasters. I blah, hate blah, roller blah. coasters. Yeah. Me too. But, but but I do love a good water park, or at least I did when I was a kid. Yeah. And like speaking of Bahamas, I. Uh, one of my buddies back in the day took me to Atlantis, which is like apparently in like an old. Yeah, movie. so we stopped there. Did too. you? Yeah, yeah. Did you, go so ahead. did you go on those water slides? We didn't go in there. So I, I was going to say we were actually, she wanted to like, she was gung ho about doing a dolphin encounter. Okay. So we get, so Nassau was the second stop after Coco Cay. And yeah. we get to Nassau and we're like, all right. She's like, all right, let's just book it through the cruise line. I'm like, no, fuck that. We'll go on shore. Let me talk to the locals. I'm going to get us a deal and we're going to get fucking way better like options. Okay. All right. This, is, man, this like, didn't happen. You're not like a slick <laughs> businessman yeah, like for we, hustling some bohemian yeah. people. Oh, yeah. dude. I knew, I knew we got to I was down there. Yeah. I'm popping them tangs, man. And they were like, hey, come on, the dolphins. Right, easy, easy, easy. You're going to cross the line. <laughs> so we get down there, and we, we get off the boat and whatever, uh, and she's like, she wanted to get her hair braided, so we stopped at a couple of those people. You did. She gets, yeah, I wish I could have, honestly. It looks sick. <laughs> no, all right. Chandler, you did it the one year we yeah, did. Yeah, I got some cornrows yeah. in Mexico before. <laughs> So we get we get down there. She's getting her hair braided. I'm walking around like the little market area. They got like all these four wheeler excursions, swimming with the pigs, snorkeling, blah blah blah. I'm like, all right, where's the dolphins at? I asked like five different people. They're like, oh, you got to go to Atlantis and pre book it, or the only other option is Blue Blue Lagoon or whatever. And he's like, they leave at like eight o'clock in the morning, and we got off the boat at eight thirty nine, so they were gone. Okay. So I'm like kind of panicking now. I'm like, fuck. There's no, like, I looked online before there was 10 dolphin places. Now there's no fucking dolphins anywhere. <laughs> Wait, and time, let me just back up real quick. So yeah. she, how did she want to do it? She wanted to book it through. So like Royal Caribbean had a package yeah. that you could book it through the boat yeah, to do it. Yeah, it was just it. all easy. And, yeah. And, and you got, yeah, yeah, I got big brain. I tried to big brain it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll figure this out. Yeah, okay, I was gotcha. like, they're not going to cuck me out of an extra 50 bucks, <laughs> yeah, all right? While you're 20 drinks in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's fuck. So the lady who ends up braiding her hair, she's like, hey, listen, you guys are looking for dolphins, huh? I'm like, am I buying drugs right yeah, now? Back, <laughs> back alley dolphin deal. Yeah. She's like, go to Blue Lagoon. Tell them I sent you there. Not blah, twice. blah, blah. I'm yeah. like, all right, sick. So she gets her hair done. We get in a cab. We go to Blue Lagoon. And the guy's like, oh, no, the tour already left. He's like, you got to go to Atlantis. That's the only other place to go. So we're like, fuck. So we get in the car. We go. We take a cab to Atlantis. But all this stuff was like two miles from each other. Right. So it was close. Okay. We get to Atlantis. 
the lady's like, all right, yeah, we do have it, but you have to buy a $250 day pass per person. And then it's another 250 to do the dolphin encounter for 25 minutes. Oh my so God. So it was $1,000 <laughs> for both of us. I was like, no fucking shot. Like, I don't care how bad you want to swim with dolphins. We're not doing that for a G you for fucking, 20 minutes. I was going to say, if you had to go to Atlantis to do that, you were going to get charged a ton. And for any, for those who don't know, Atlantis is just, I don't know. If it's said, unreal. It's, a, it's yeah. beautiful there. It's a giant, don't get me wrong. It's a resort is yeah. what it is though. It's a giant resort that has like these. They have everything there. Yeah. Water park, like aquariums, right all this live shit. Yeah. They, they literally have, um, well, I remember I could. I was there in like seventh grade. I went there a lot, like when I was 12 yeah, too. Yeah, we were probably there. Yeah, around. probably fucking sliding it up together. They literally have like, uh, it's like Poseidon and like Queen Poseidon, like as actors, like walking around is like the biggest. Like a Disney most, type yes, shit. Yes. Like the long, like it was like a black guy with jack long blonde dreads and like with a trident I thought, he like, <laughs> I thought he was the coolest fucking dude in the world dude yeah so it was it was pretty sweet but definitely we were i'm like dude we're not doing so this for us so we didn't do the dolphin Jesus. so at this point i'm in a panic and we're like walking around at front of atlantis and He's i call the cab guy over i'm like all right listen take us back to the dolphin area i think they had some other shit there I get back there. The guy's like, yeah, we have a thing where you can do jet skis, like the banana tubes, snorkeling, and go to uh, Rose Island, which has, like, all these pigs on it. And I'm like, and he's like, it's 150 bucks a person. I'm like, done. Okay, thank God. (laughs) Time saved. Didn't have to listen to any complaining because she was already kind of getting in the mode where it was like, I fucking knew that we should have did it through the boat. Well, no shit. (laughs) I mean, I kind of said that halfway through the story. I said it when you you first introduced it. You guys are both wrong, and she was wrong. No, uh, it sounds like you're, did you see a dolphin? We saw them on the so water. So she wanted dolphin, you gave her pigs. Yes, nice. correct. But she was very ecstatic about the pigs. Uh, the, it ended up working out really well, honestly. We were there for like four hours. They took a snorkeling to Rose Island, which I guess Eddie Murphy bought and never paid any taxes on it. So they confiscated it from him. <laughs> Bahamas got them. What is going em. on right know. now? The Royal way. Caribbean's got islands. Dude, you got island you life, a dolphin Come into on, a big pig, tings. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it's just the Wild West, apparently. So we went there, got the fucking pigs, dude. Got to do some snorkeling, seen a bunch of fish. We got to even pick them up. The pig, yeah, I saw you. The pigs were up. sweet. Are the pigs nice. I thought they I, were very nice. Some. Actually, no, no issues. It was actually funny too. This was like Instagram chick heaven. Yeah, they had like a multiple different boats going in and out of this area where the pigs were. The one girl that was with us was with her and her boyfriend. It was a Spanish couple. Okay, um, and she literally went mid mid pig, uh adventure went to the woods changed bathing suits came back out did full two full photo shoots was basically hog tying the boyfriend around like okay video here here picture dude it was crazy so wait was he was the boyfriend using a phone yes dude so that but she was directing him like a fucking movie but that's the that's a business right there. yeah Yeah. yeah, it's like you're a professional photographer just camp out on Eddie Murphy's Island. No, no taxes. <laughs> and be a pig photographer. I mean, you you guys have been to, well, like in Times Square. Right. You know, they have those, you get those fucking like New York. Yeah. Like the fucking yeah. spin camera yeah, shit. Yeah. Like they just need that at those islands. You'd make a fucking killing. Business a killing, idea, dude. Frank. There it is. You and your salesman should go down there and, <laughs> yeah. and pitch these new ideas to the Bohemian people. Yeah, we should. You we know? should. So. That's good. I'm glad you had a good trip. Yeah, it was good stuff. So. Yeah. 
Good to be home, though. Good to be back on the pad, you yeah. know? No, absolutely. The last note I wanted to say about Atlantis, there was those water slides. They have that one called, The like, one that's the like drop. a demon drop, yeah. and, and you literally go straight down, and you go through the shark your, tank. Your body comes off the yeah. like, slide. You, like, lift up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. Dude, then, they had yeah. one, like, at Coco Cay that was, like, a double tube one, and it was, like, literally a straight drop, and then the wall on the other side goes, like, straight up, so you kind of go, like like a U back and forth Damn. and like us coming down, she was looking backwards and I was sitting forward and I was like straight up off the ground. Like I thought I was going to fucking fall down on top of her, <laughs> but it was good, man. That's it was sick. good. That's sick. Hell yeah. Um, well I did a little traveling myself. Uh, same lot, weather, right? Yeah. Same exact kind of setting there. Um, so I went up to Lambo, went up to Wisconsin, went and saw the lions, fucking week 18 game versus the Packers. Uh, absolutely. Anybody listening to this that needs like a bucket list football game to go to Lambeau field is absolutely up there. Look uh, phenomenal until your phone died. Yes, exactly. And, and t- <laughs> so about that, let's, let's talk about that real quick. So uh, freezing cold or uh-huh. pretty cold out. Like I'm not even going to say it was freezing. It wasn't like a tundra. Like you also it, had a nice little liquor blanket on while you were out there too, you know, right. Absolutely. Lou, not going to deny that one sure. whatsoever. But uh, yeah. So I mean like, honestly though, like throughout the day, 25 to 30 and like sunny, like couldn't ask for pretty for better, like pretty clear day. Um, so we drive up there and we stop in Milwaukee, which is like an hour and a half, two hours outside of Green Bay. And it was perfect timing. We stopped in Milwaukee, watched the Michigan-Michigan State game. Horrible game, but glad Michigan State won. Go green. Yeah, Go green. At least we won the game. Uh, stopped at, if there's any Wisconsin listeners out there, start, stopped at a little bar called The Harp. Uh, we got lunch at this place called Brothers, which I think is actually like a chain. Missed out on B-dubs on A. Yeah, no, we did blow it on B-dubs. But, well, this is Milwaukee, so they actually <laughs> okay, had Okay, my mistake. There. Yeah, yep. we're in Milwaukee. So we go to Brothers, get some cheese curds, and we're like, let's do one more drink for the end of the game. Go to this place called The Harp. And the only reason I'm bringing this place up is because we're sitting in there, and it's pretty empty, and this place looks is like, is like a dump. Like, it's an absolute dump. It, like, it's not cash only, but it feels like a cash only place. And we're just sitting there, like, at the bar. And then, like, out of nowhere, like, the Marquette basketball game lets out. And it's a college bar. Like, really? It absolutely. Oh, it absolutely. I was just like, we were in the Riv. Like, if, if I could, like, compare it to anything, it felt like we were just, like, in the Riv. Mm-hmm. But, like, were pictures being not thrown nice. around? What? Oh, really? Worse <laughs> than the Riv. Dude, it was a gritty ass place, but I loved it. Like, it was like, that's what we were looking for. So, uh, like Milwaukee, real, real pure Michigan or real pure Midwest feel in there. Then we uh, drove two hours north, got to Green Bay, uh, and we stayed at this place called, like, it was called Pack Manor. Dude, the this house, this house was. I saw some of the pictures. <laughs> I mean, you know, good, whatever, fine house, whatever. But it was total like it reminded me of East Lansing, like college house. I, when you were posting the pictures, like when you were like, "I'm going to Green Bay, I'm staying in Airbnb," like that's the house. Yeah, like I envisioned it to the T. What that house was gonna. I look never like. saw a picture of it before we got there. Mm-hmm. Like my buddy just booked it. I trusted him, and like whatever we went, and like it, it was just like, oh yeah. This is about right. They know their <laughs> they know their audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Pac Manor was good, but like, dude, like Lambeau Field and the Green Bay Packers is the wildest thing ever. It's like if you were to drop the most like a top five most popular American sports franchise in the middle of Roseville or Warren. Like really? is, is like the best way I could describe it. Like wow. the house we were in, that was like all of the houses in the area. That it's just like a good old Midwestern neighborhood. And it felt like the whole economy ran through the Packers. Like, <laughs> it probably pretty much does there. Dude, it was so wild to me. And then, so like we were a 10 minute walk from the stadium. 
we walked to the, we're walking to the stadium and like you see all these houses and they're just kind of like these real humble homes on the way there and then the ones like on the street facing Lambo are just total Packer Airbnbs like they're like hundreds of thousands of, like like almost probably million dollar homes mm-hmm. and they're just like all glass on the outside painted green and yellow or built with green and yellow materials like crazy fences turf fields on the front of them wow, that's with sweet. like field goal poles and like you can just see all of these like huge huge airbnbs clearly like that were just put there oh my god they're making reason. a murder in off those dude and i was just looking at those and i was like okay if this game was truly like a playoff game like if we knew that going into it that it was for the playoffs like this is those are the type of places where you grab like 20 guys or group of 20 yeah yeah and you rent that thing out and you just throw like a banger of a tailgate because it's it yeah. literally is across the street from the stadium um Lam- what was it like, like watching the the Seahawks game at the bar, dude? So that that was like one of the most exciting, like football watching experiences that I've had, not in a stadium. Yeah, like it reminded me of being. It back- looked fucking wild, dude. In it there, reminded dude. me of being back in college. Like, of it looked just- like a lot of Lions. Was it all Lions fans? It wasn't all, but it was a ton. Yeah, it was absolutely a ton, and it was kind of fun to like. So first off, I do gotta say, like Green Bay fans in general, like I'll tip my hat to you, like they were awesome. That's yeah. good. they were a great group of folks, and they kind of handled everything. And you can't blame them with just this like very calm, collected confidence that they were gonna beat us and mm-hmm. that they're the better team. And it was just kind of like this, like oh, I'm proud of you guys for like even being here. Like you guys yeah. seem like you're having a lot of fun this year. Yeah, you know that's kind of how I felt talking. But it wasn't like condescending. Like they were just like, but you could oh, feel. Oh, so it. you made your way up from uh, Detroit, you know? And like you're just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, I'm up here. Great cheese, thanks for having. Us. <laughs> but yeah, where's so, the curds? So so yeah, they have all these bars and shit around the stadium in Titletown, and and like the whole fucking city is just like in this one spot. And um, we we drank at this place called like A Doozies or. Something like that. I don't really know. But we got in there, got a corner spot at the bar. was pretty ideal. And it was just Lions fans, like, packed, watching that game, like, living, dying with every play. And it got to the point where, like, a lot of Packers fans were rooting for the Lions in that game. Because everyone's going to that game. And, and they're like, we want to see fucking both teams do it. They were just kind of yeah. like, they're because they, they I had, would, too. Because they had no doubt in their mind they were winning that game. Right. Like, truly no doubt. And they were just like fuck it. Like, let's have the Lions Let's win. make it interesting. Yeah, and to be honest, like, I, like big brain, galaxy brain type deal, it's like, I don't, like a team playing real loose is is, is almost Dangerous. scarier. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, uh, we're watching that game. Obviously, the calls were just fucking brutal. God awful. And, and, but, like, the craziest moment was definitely when Myers missed that, the game winning field. Off the oh upright. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. it went off the up, like, we lost our fucking minds. Like, chairs, drinks were going everywhere. And, like, shout out to, like, the bartenders there and stuff. Like, the, the girls working behind the bar, like, just stopped asking us if we needed more rounds. Like, she would just come over, like, every 10 minutes and just set, like, four Miller High Life's down. Respect. And that was definitely to what you were asking me before. Mm-hmm. Miller High Life is, like, what I drank the entire weekend. Love How that. many? Dude, what, I, what's your guesstimate? Dude, over I, under 25 and a half. You, oh, check, you can't check the app like I could. Day, for the weekend over, for sure. Okay. Day of... Uh man, dude, it was it was a lot, and we were and we were doing like shots for every Rams touchdown, uh-huh. like every tailgate you went by for Green Bay, like they have these tailgates, and like one we walked by, and they're like, "Hey, Lions fans, like come on over, come on over," and we like go over there, and they're like grilling, and they like pull put a shot ski for us. We had four guys, so we just like did the shot ski, and he's like, "Hey, everything here is free, but like we would love a donation to like our local fire department," and it's just like okay, like we all threw like fucking twenty bucks in there. Done. Like, yeah, it was just like it right. was like that atmosphere the whole time. Um, 
Lambeau itself is a stadium. Like, what was it, it like walking into the game? That's what, so that this yeah. was like this was it. So like, uh, Seahawks Seahawks win that game. Uh, I just like mope for like twenty minutes. Like I am moping, and I sorry me. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did, yeah. and I totally was like, I need twenty minutes to just because like, dude, in our brains, like we were like they're gonna. Dude, like Ramsey picked them off to like open the game, right? I right. Know. And and should have cribbed it. They were winning the whole game. They were winning the whole fucking dude. That game. fucking yeah. the roughing, roughing the, the punter. punter seriously changed the whole entire game. Dude. They were getting the ball back in like the fifty. Dude, it was with the lead. I know, and like we just we really like told ourselves it was going to happen, and like then we were there, and then we were. Then bound. when he doinked the field goal too, I was like, dude, this is like, like no destiny, yes. bro. Like we're doing this, and then they stopped him on the first possession yeah. in overtime, even after losing the coin. Could you hear the announcers on no, the TV no, or no? Okay, no. so when Baker like loaded that one up, he's like. And Baker's got a guy downfield. So I was like, oh my God, he's got someone like way downfield. <laughs> and it like panned over and I seen Diggs and I'm like, he didn't have, I mean, he yeah, had nobody. him open, but yeah. like, that was a terrible throw. I mean, like yes. awful the announcer throw. made it sound like it was a slam dunk yes. when he was cocking to throw it. Yeah. Well, I'm, good thing we didn't hear it. Cause I, I do vividly remember him cocking back and me and my buddy going, motherfucker. Because <laughs> we just at that point had no faith in him. That was a 500 him. ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we lost. So we mope for 20 minutes. Uh, don't really get over it, but get over it. You know, we're going to the fucking game. Like, let's just ruin there, whatever. So coolest thing, like you walk up. Lambo looks just fucking cool. Like it's, it's an old stadium wrapped in like like a, a new renovation, but okay. they did it really well. It's like all brick and like, it truly looks like a traditional, like American football stadium. It's mm -hmm. not like, it's not like Ford field, which is just like that cellar dome right. like, stuck in the city. Like, like when you yeah. think about football stadiums, that's what you picture. 100%. Yeah. Like Mecca. It, it reminded me of like uh Notre Dame stadium, Okay, you know? So like whatever. So we get to the gate and you know, all everyone's going in and I walk by the cop, which is like, Dude, they don't, like, we have the metal detectors and all that in Detroit, and they're fucking putting the keys in and all that. Like, dude, they are just, like, they're high-fiving you on They're, like, game. the one, have you ever seen the one meme where the guy, like, wants <laughs> him, he barely yeah. touches him? It, it wasn't even that. Like, we blow, like, blow by, and then this cop, like, like turns around, like, very calm. He's like, hey, buddy. And I'm like, uh, yeah. He's like, what's in the back pocket there? And I completely forgot I had a flask in my back pocket, like, hanging out. And I just, like, I was like, ah, shit, it's my flask. He's like all right. And then like walks up to me. I'm like, Oh, what, what am I doing? Fuck. I'm like, yeah. what am I doing here? Damn it. And, and he's just like, all right, well you can't go in with that. And I was just like, okay, can I have another sip? He's like, yeah, finish it for all I care. And I was like, do you want some? He's like, no, I can't. I'm working. And he's like, just promise me you'll throw it away in that garbage. So like, I, that's like 20 feet ahead. I say goodbye to the guy, whatever. I walk up, go to the garbage. Like I look back, he looks back at me. We kind of make eye contact. I just toss it in the trash. Not like, worth it. No, no. And, and like, and like, <laughs> and I, he was cool about I didn't it. Want the bad juju yeah, yeah. going in. And then you go up the stairs, dude. And then you, it's like the Joe, but like nicer stairs. And like you, you go up these stairs and you're kind of like walking up to Lambo, and it's like the sickest thing ever. You get in the concourse. Stairway to heaven. Dude. Yes. And I had no idea that that stadium holds 81,000 fans. Mm -hmm. No idea. It wow. was that big. I yeah. didn't either. And it's all bleachers. Like there's no upper deck. There's nothing hanging over. You walk in at one point, you go up or down. Yeah. yeah. And it's just this sea of of bleachers and you get in there and like everyone in unison is just like go pack go go pack go and it's like fucking shaking and you're like you're like in the coliseum yes. right now and they stand or may maybe just for this game but they stood the entire game we did not sit down we did not sit down i for like a, that we did not sit down for a single fucking 
play. Probably better for you guys, right? Kept you a little warmer. Oh, no. it was. I mean, yeah, we were just bopping around and yeah. moving around. And, that, and when you're standing, you can kind of like dick around on the, for the sure. seats and stuff. How was it like walking around the concourse inside? Um, was it pretty open or yeah, was it like I mean, tight? Yeah, it, it was cool, dude. I mean, it was, it, it just reminded me like, did you so, get a bunch of curds in there? What? No, no, no. We needed to eat a little more. Yeah. We little more. <laughs> the one thing we bought was beers and another thing about green Bay. And I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm spoiling the dirty secret. They do not like follow any of like the rule. Like, you know, when you go to Ford field, they're like two beers per person. Um, and they open them for you. Yeah. They were just like you go there and my buddy went and lost one of our guys and was like, Hey, I need four shit. I lost my guy and was like trying to grab her in a person. The girl was just like, you can get four. Be- do you want eight? She was like, do you want eight beers? And, 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 and I love that. And they don't open them. So you could just like throw them in your pockets and yeah. then like jog back up the stairs. Like, God, that's nice. Dude, it was, it was, and that was the kind of like how it felt up there the whole time. Yeah. I wish like, we oh. could have nice things like that. <laughs> They're just like, Oh, you're up here. Like, thanks for making the trek. In Green Bay. Yeah. Like, it it rocked and obviously like the game rocked. The fans around us were were seriously awesome. Um, like talking to us, asking us questions, like super nice. Even when the game was close, and I know we were pretty bombed up at the end, and we had to be just like a little annoying. Like we had nothing to play for. Like, right. Haven't won anything, and like we're just maybe watching Rogers' last game type deal. Yeah. Definitely um, last game. But the, yeah, and the game the game rocked, obviously, and then they won, and then we all went down to the front row where all the players were high-fiving everybody, and, yeah. and and then it was just the bars with Lions fans till like, you know, till they closed 2, 2.30 in the morning. It was awesome, awesome experience. Next days were not that awesome. <laughs> but, Never is. But, but I definitely would recommend, if you're looking for a football bucket list, to uh, hit Lambeau and, and like, I'll definitely like take my son there one day. That's like the like just such a cool football experience. All right, let's put it on the board for next yeah, year. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, the we, Fizz goes to Lambeau. Fizz goes to Lambeau. And we were already looking at the schedule next year for mm-hmm. like historic stadiums, and we were we were kind of eyeing KC. Okay, wow. Arrow, Arrowhead. I heard that's a great tailgate at yeah. Arrowhead. Yeah, that's I mean, like the best. I heard they shut the whole like city down. Like no cars are even driving. Through. I think I think it's like a huge parking lot, and everyone sets up in there almost like a Silverdome mask. And then they have like uh, kind of like New Orleans Chandler, where yeah. they have like the bands, and they have like that whole area set up. It's yeah, yeah. called like it's called like oh, this is gonna, like someone's gonna be like it's like Electric Avenue or something. Like isn't it called like the Electric District? They call oh, it yeah, yes, you're right, yes, you're right, yes. Kansas City. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Um, I know that was a week behind, but definitely had to fill you guys and the, the followers no, in sweet. on that trip. It, it was fucking really cool. One hundred percent. And you got me like thinking um, how you're like, ah, they don't really follow the rules, or like everyone's kind of ho hum. And I'm like, why would the Packers be like that? I forgot they're the only publicly owned major sports franchise. Yeah. So no one owns the Packers. There's 537,000 shares of the Packers. Yeah. People so like maybe they just like, yeah, maybe it's just like a, like a community, like a handshake type community yeah. deal yeah. where it's like, Hey, team. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we can do whatever we want because yeah. we make the rules. Yeah. Dude, and we like, need that. Like the neighborhood, <laughs> <laughs> we need that. <laughs> Dude, like the neighborhood around was sick, and then Title Town surrounding it was just awesome. Like they have all these statues of like all their legends that were there. They had an ice rink, like not even a rink, like like a trail, a pathway, yeah, yeah. It was like, like a lazy throughout. river. Yeah, it yeah. was of just ice, and then they had like snow hills you could go down. It was sweet. It was just it was a pretty cool experience. And then, don't get me wrong, I love my gritty Detroit like tailgates downtown, but this was just like, it was like all about realistically. The, all we the have football. the worst yeah, yeah. like tailgating setup, like out of a lot of the games that I've gone away to, like 
it's bad. Yeah. There's just nothing centrally located. You're all unless you're going to Eastern Market or yeah. you're like walking around Greek Town. You know what I mean? Eastern like, Market's not cl- close. It's either. not that's right. A, that's, that's a hike. Everything's like kind of like a hassle almost. Pre LCA, we had a pretty good setup when we had all that barren land oh, yeah. right there. Like <laughs> yeah. that was just a sea of tailgating on Sundays. But that's what I like. That's what I miss. You know, just having that fucking area. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so one day. Yeah, so that was uh, so that was Lambo. Um, yeah, yeah. Playoff football. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about playoff football. Jump um, on into it. Yeah, I've been doing most of the talking. So uh, last week we had we had all the fucking games. A lot closer than what I thought they were going to be. Definitely. Um, I thought we were going to be in for some blowouts and some boring games. It was kind of funny. I was like looking at the slate before Saturday, and I was like. Dude, these games kind of these games kind of suck. And then, right before everything happened, like or before the game started, like everyone on Twitter decided to like get re mad about the Lions. I felt like, and, yeah. I, and I just got like, sad. I was like, thought I was over it, and then I got all pissed off again. Well, didn't something come out like uh, the NFL acknowledged That's that it. they missed yes. some calls, and it was like. Right before the game, the Lions should have been, and they come out and say this to, like, slap us in the face. I don't even know why they did it. Yeah, we were like, all right, we're trying to get over it. And then, like, Colin Coward, I see a bunch of big people. They're like, Lions got absolutely hoed. (laughs) It's like, God damn it. I was trying to We know. No, we know. And then San Fran got out to, like, a a 10-0 lead or whatever it was. Yeah. Dude, that game was close, though. They were losing at halftime, Yeah, right? I think they were losing by one at half, and then San Fran just beat the doors off them in the second half. Bulldozed yeah. them. So you had that one Saturday night. Every dog except Dallas covered? I think, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Every, dog every covered. over covered. Yeah, that's crazy. Every over hit. Yes. Every over hit besides what number you got at for Dallas and Tampa Bay. So okay. it was either 5-1 and one or 6-0, and oh, depending on what you got it at. I missed the Saturday night game. Mm-hmm. I was actually at a wedding. Yeah. Kind of pissed about it. Uh, Jaguars fan. I do like Trevor Lawrence. Did you guys watch it? What would you guys I think did. of that one? That game was unreal. I was at the bar uh, playing Golden Tee watching that with a couple buddies. And, like, we were like, this game fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. turn this off. But then, like, you kind of saw the highlights from the beginning. And, like, the the interceptions were, like, two of them were tipped by linemen. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like uh, the Chargers weren't moving the ball. They weren't, like, dominating the game by any means. They right. you scored know? two touchdowns on, like, with starting inside the 30. Inside the 30. Right, yeah. right, right. But I, but I definitely didn't, like, think that. Now that I look back at the game, you see that? Like, that's how I thought. For me, that game was, was just literally two they just switched roles mm-hmm. and the jaguars happened to go for two right the, the the chargers had their half the jags had theirs and the jags went for two and that was the only fucking difference right One, yeah like it was trevor lawrence did i thought they were going to pull trevor lawrence i really did like i was googling like who's their backup and it was bethard or cj bethard oh it is yeah beat hard beat hard. he's not <laughs> terrible <laughs> i mean okay he's no t-law <laughs> um but beat yeah that hard. that one like like blew my mind that was um, crazy yeah and was just, that the biggest comeback in playoffs i don't know not the biggest not one the biggest the oilers beat the or the bills beat the oilers that one time okay when it was 38 nothing or 38. whatever but um one of them i think it was the third largest comeback in playoff history yeah that was a crazy game one of the big storylines from it was uh and like people were bitching about it on twitter was uh al michaels and who, oh my god dude uh al michaels dungy dungy tony dungy yeah, yeah. Dude, they were. I listened so, to him a couple times. It they was were so, so bad. unexciting. 
He's like, the kick is up and it's good, but there's a penalty. Nope, it's on the defense. <laughs> yeah. Jags win. <laughs> the Jags are going like berserk. Fucking crazy. The other game, uh, Josh Allen, man, he looked like he had a rough game. So I was in and out of that one a little bit uh, just because I was doing some stuff with family, but I just thought that was going to be a blowout. And the Bills opened up 14 nothing. You texted Bills are a wagon. Yeah. And they were up 14 nothing. And then I kept like, peeking in at the score and I'm like what the fuck they're is sticking going around on? yeah and didn't who quarterback for Miami whatever his name was Skyler Thompson yeah. Skyler wasn't he 16 for 41 yeah yeah and they he still put up terrible. 30 points yeah I think Josh Allen had like two fumbles and a pick maybe two picks he had a bad day dude he has more red zone turnovers than like anyone in the NFL he's not disciplined whatsoever yeah um so it, it's a little concerning I think he'll bounce back this week but like they just let that Dolphins team hang around. Interesting about this past weekend, because uh, we mentioned the Dolphins and Niners already. So this was the first time the last two quarterbacks taken in a draft started in the playoffs. So okay. Purdy's Mr. Irrelevant, last pick of the draft. Yeah. Skylar Thompson was the second-to-last quarterback drafted this year. Wild. No and he started. That's wild. So I don't think it's ever happened before. I don't know if the top two have ever started yeah. in the same playoffs. No. To be honest with you, but um, I thought that was a really stat. interesting stat, and and good for that kid. You know, I mean, they got their ass whooped. He looked bad on offense. Um, they got their ass whooped on offense. They just kept it close, decent game. And then we went into Vikings trash. We're taking oh over the North from them next year. Uh, real bad. quick, I just have to note here that Channy, you're big, you're big uh, Giants guy this whole year. Yeah. G man, and and I feel like you abandoned them like right when they decided needed to you like, the most. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> took the Vikings. All I said was that they were going to make the playoffs. The loyalties are now opposite. What do what do the Vikings? <laughs> Smooth goo goo. <laughs> What do uh, what do the Vikings do with like Kirky now? Do they just ride with them or what's what? His, what's his con? Do you know what his contract's at? I think he still has another year left. I think he has one year left as well. They're so. just gonna ride with him, dude. My he, thing did, is, he didn't like lose him that game. I was just no, gonna he say didn't. That. He he. Kirk, I feel like this is Kirk a common did. ground yeah. for him, though. Yeah, but you I know? mean, okay, like the check down on that was, <laughs> was absolutely the most Lions awful, like yes, old Lions, old awful Lions thing I've ever seen. Right, 100%. But, to our boy Hawk, too. Yeah, <laughs> which is a three yard out on a nine yard. <laughs> Dude, like, I, I don't know how you make that throw. Like, do, that's seriously, like, do you not, did you forget what down it was or, <laughs> right. like, or how much time is left? Like, you seriously got to wonder that. Right. But, um, or maybe he was just saying, like, this is all I got. But, uh, but I mean, he didn't lose in that game. But I mean, I get being like the Minnesota Vikings fan. Like you just you look at Kirk and you're like, he's he'll probably get us to that game every year. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, he's he's a solid. I mean, I looked it up just to be like, I don't feel like he did anything wrong. Two seventy three, two touchdowns. That's seventy nine percent completion percentage. Giants had thirty five plus minutes of of possession. So they just grinded down that Vikings team. And this is a Vikings team going in the exact opposite direction of the Lions. They're going to have to pay Justin Jefferson, but they already have a lot of big salaries on their books. Like, what are they going to do with a Hawkinson? Mm, you know. just traded us a second-round pick for Hawkinson. Are you going to pay him 13 to $15 million a year? They seem to love him. I and know. They, and they I had think to they know will. that was coming. Right. Like, they, did, did they get him as, like, the trade deadline acquisition to, like, get them to the Super Bowl? It doesn't feel like that. You I know mean, what I mean? They were what? They were the one or two seed almost all year. Worst until they 12 got and 14 ever. End, so you had to – yeah, I mean, they had to think they but were going to make a big run. I know, but, yeah, but I just, like – 
it was it didn't feel like like Hawk was their Rashid, you know, where it was like right. we need one guy to, to get, get us over to that get hill. Us there, no, you know? I or, agree. Or even like uh, San Fran getting CMC, I felt like was right. just like okay, this is our guy that's for gonna, playoffs. One hundred percent. That's gonna get us. It there. was a twofold because that their tight end got hurt, Irv Smith. Irvy. So right. they were replacing them and probably trying to upgrade for the future. But if they were, yeah, if they were smart, like, like Ben Johnson, like you're going to see a guy like you don't need him, like Thielen. Yeah. Thielen's not going to be there anymore. I don't think. No, I think he's gone too. Osborne's been Osborne's been a big guy for them. I think he'll stick around for him, and I they could, get rid of Thielen. Dude, I could see Thielen just taking a pay cut to just like retire a Viking, like. And I could around. too. He's Dude, like he, a local yeah. guy. He went to right. Minnesota yeah. State, like yeah. undrafted. Yeah. Like I could just see him being like, "I'm a purple and gold for life." Yeah. Just definitely. Like, just like get me a deal with the local tire shop. Nil. UPS driver. No, like whatever it is. Whatever their local, like their Bell Tire, like whatever that is. Like you think he's a tire guy? I, tire guy. I don't know. Why I'm leaning on tires so hard, but I, I think you, you know, like whatever their, rims and wheels. What's their Little Caesars? That thing. That's their thing. That's Ugh. that's dealing. He'll be doing commercials for them. I'm like forever he'll be like in their front office and shit yeah I, he'll I, be definitely a personnel guy yeah yeah, yeah director they, of pro personnel or something or yeah. some bullshit title. some fake job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh like it, it was like damn i knew minnesota was bad but it's like now i'm like it's like dude dable is just like a good fucking coach he's a great coach yeah. i like him a lot do you see like Gallup? so i was texting I was texting you guys before the game. We remember thinking of uh, like touchdown props. Yeah. You threw the th- two Thielens at like the two Thielens was like plus 1700. I actually love that. Yeah. But I actually like Lions fans like took a little peek at what Galladay was and it was plus a thousand. And I was like, I can't do this. Did is- he have any balls? I don't think so. Okay. But he did. He did. Um, I did see one. Like he, he had like a really nice block. And like, oh, I good. think everyone was shocked that he was like working that hard to like do anything for that fucking team. Good job, Kenny G. <laughs> Earning your keep, right? Yeah. So Giants advance. Um, Bengals uh, look kind of disappointing. Yeah. Well, dude, like I think they were in a little bit. Okay. This sounds a little ridiculous because it was a home game versus a backup quarterback, but it's just fucking hard to play a divisional opponent two weeks in a row. Definitely. 100% it I, is. I don't care like where the game is or who's starting. I mean, a little bit, but that's just tough to see a team twice is, is tough. And like, not only is it tough, but it's, I have two franchises that are never bad. The Ravens and the Steelers. It's like yes. that team is always going to play up to their max potential, especially in a playoff game. So like you knew after they got their ass whooped the week prior, last week of the regular season, they were going to come out, have something to prove. Yeah, They got Huntley back, who's a little better than Anthony Brown or whatnot, but I thought the I thought since he thought they were just going to roll over him. That's what it looked like to me. Yes. Like that's hey, how Buffalo and Miami like, yes. felt too. And didn't the Bengals score on the first drive too? Yes. Which yeah, I think helped. They did. With that yes. Feeling. So it's like, hey, we got Buffalo next week, and then we could get KC. Like that's what Cincinnati was saying. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, dude, Baltimore could have won even before the Huntley should, fumble. Should yeah. Have yes. Won. And dude. then the hail mary that guy fucking hit him in the hands too. Dude. So I had Bengals big um in a teaser so i was really nail biting nails for this one but (laughs) but my notes on this one were the um like number one as much as i dislike jim harbaugh like i really like john harbaugh same like i just think he's a fucking really solid coach uh the the play at the goal line was seriously like we you never see that play like the last one i'm thinking of is like didn't that happen like in a colts steelers playoff game where like the bus fumbled on, yes. the, on the one and the yeah. Colts yes. took it the entire way and then fumbled again or something. No, the Colts had uh Roethlisberger to beat and he tripped the guy. 
Oh, really? That was the year they won in Detroit. Yes, yes. yes. Over the Seahawks. Yes. Yeah. So that play reminded me of that. Like, that was actually fucking crazy. And the Bengals didn't score again after that. I think that made it 24-17. Yes, that was the final. Yeah. That was the final score of the game. So that was fucking insane. Number two, I don't know how much you guys watched, like, that last drive. What in the fuck was that clock management? <laughs> Whether that was Harbaugh or Huntley, like, that was crazy to me watching them let that clock go from like a minute 35 all the way down to like what like a minute or whatever or like inside of uh, inside a minute basically using the full play clock and they they had like a, a good chunk to go they had like you know 30 yards to go and then he got sacked for seven yards right. and then it was like now you're fucked like right. you could have done a running play you had two timeouts right and i really don't understand it no the crazy thing about it to me is i feel like we see this every week where a coach is, doesn't know what to do with the clock, doesn't know when to use timeouts, doesn't know when to punt or go for it. Like, I, I feel like like there's no rules anymore as to how to coach it. Like, this is what you do. This is what you do all the time. Now it's like you could do whatever the fuck you want and try to justify it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, and they, like, they picked up that the first down, and, like, the announcers were just basically just like, okay, and they'll probably bang a timeout here or spike it real quick. Right. right. Oh. These are, like, elementary like, oh, and stuff. Then, and then you're seeing them do the, the hand signal. Right, and like, right. oh, they're, they're, huddle, they're huddling up. <laughs> and it's not like you're trying to big brain these operations. <laughs> like, this is elementary, you'd feel. I got to imagine Zach Taylor on the other side was just like, all right, let him catch let the it, breath. Thank you. Let it run. Let yeah. it run. I don't know if they thought, like, Tucker could kick fucking a seven-pointer. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Dude, and then you see J.K. Dobbins, like, yelling Yeah, he the threw game. him under the bus, basically. I mean, kind of. He ain't wrong. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get it. You know, you're letting Huntley. Hand the ball off. You're letting Huntley dive at the one. I mean, he's trying to get his boy a contract, too, probably, too. So, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Real brief handshake after that one, too. I think Taylor tried to, like, t I don't know. I was watching real intently because I was shaking from the last leg of my bet. But, uh, like, yeah, he, like. Taylor, I think, tried to say something to Harbaugh, and he just stormed. Walked away. Yeah, stormed right out. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a pretty good one. And then goodbye, Tom Brady. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, dude. That was awful. Watching that game. That watching, game stunk to watch. Bucks cowboys that game really stunk to watch. I was, like, pumped for it all day. <laughs> uh, and then, like, like, set out time to watch that game end-to-end, -end, and it was just, it was by far. JV varsity. By far the worst game. Yeah. Dallas looked good. Dallas yeah. did look good. I think the Bucs are real. I mean, I, I don't, maybe I'm taking away from Dallas. I don't give a shit. I think the Bucs just are, they fucking stink. They can't run the ball literally whatsoever. What's our boy Tommy going to do? He I, can't go back there. He Did you see his press conference where he like thanked all the beat writers? He thanked got everybody? Up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't see any possibility that he goes back to the Bucs. But it's like, why do you want to keep playing, man? Like, you backdoored into a playoff game. At least you, like, went out and go into a, a playoffs. Like, what else is there at Dude, this point? Dude, I truly, truly, like, we've said it 20 times, and I say it every time Tom Brady comes up. Like, his return this year was, like, the most baffling. If it truly was because Schefter, like, stole his thunder on the retirement <laughs> announcement, like, at some point you just got to, like, who, who what, cares? Who are you? What are you playing for? Right. Who are you playing for? And I, I'll never tell someone to like not do something, whatever they're motivated. But like this was just like such a bad, bad look. I thought like with Terrible. the divorce, and I feel like he was. It's not yelling. like he's out there slinging the pill either, dude. I feel like he was yelling every like he yells so much more now. Yeah, maybe he's always been like that, but I feel like he bitched after every single fucking play. Right. He well, he's old now. He's crotchety. You know, <laughs> <laughs> blow the dust off him. Yeah, exactly. So, um, looking to this weekend though. You're, you're, you're melting down to the 
the all good matchups. Finally. There's no bad matchups anymore. Yeah. You know, even if I look at whoever wins this weekend, it's good matchups from here on out. So Saturday, we got KC Jacksonville. Yep, 430. Yep. Uh, the night game, 815. Rematch of another week 18 game. Mm-hmm. Giants at the Eagles. Sunday, three. Yep. You've got the Bengals at the Bills. Yep. So rematch of the game that obviously was delayed mm-hmm. or actually canceled. canceled. Yeah, that called point. off. Yep. And then Sunday night, it, it's like we're going back to the 1990s. Yeah. Cowboys, Niners. Niners. Yeah. At 6.30 p.m. Aikman, God, Montana. Awesome. Yes. I love the 6.30 p.m. kick. Call me a grandpa. I don't care. Fucking, I love a 6.30 p.m. Fourth kick. quarter's like 9.30 on a Sunday. Like, yes. you know. Not so, staying up till midnight. No. Yeah, so... Yeah, I fucking stay up till midnight watching like Cowboys Bucks. Um, so of these four games you got this weekend, which ones? Which ones are you guys? Which one are you most excited to see? Not which ones. One. Which one are you most excited to see? I mean, you know, there's an obvious answer yeah. that I think a lot of people can answer to. Um, I'm actually excited most this week, just because I want to see how he re- responds or whatnot to Kansas City Jacksonville. Okay. Um, Jacksonville came off hot. Kansas City week off. Sometimes teams get a little, you know, rusty yep. on your week off. Um, but I believe Kansas City's the best team right now going mm-hmm. into the playoffs. Doesn't mean they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think they're the best team. Are they going to come out? They should. They should bury. I think the Kansas City does does put the work in. On they them. should bury the Jaguars. So I'm excited to see that. But I'm also excited to see Trevor Lawrence. He's been great the second half of the year. Doug Peterson. Um, I think it's an off-the-wall game to be excited for, but I just think that there's going to be – it's going to be a little closer than you think, even though Kansas City should beat them down. And I also think that it could be a time, much like last year, Joe Burrow goes into Arrowhead, beats Patrick Mahomes, wow. and he has – he gets elevated. This is that time for Trevor Lawrence. If he wins this game, everyone's kind of like, uh, he's maybe a top-10 quarterback right now. Oh yeah, he wins this game, it's like – Okay. okay, you can start talking about putting him yeah. near that that group of Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. So yeah. I just think it's a big spot for the evolution of Trevor Lawrence. I'm a big fan of him, so I'm excited to see how he responds on the road against what I believe is the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah, and I think that's that's a good point. I I think it's a great opportunity. I think it's too. Early. I don't I don't see, in my opinion, any hope of him beating Mahomes and the Chiefs, but. It's hey. playoff football. Who the fuck knows? See what happens. No, right. I totally agree, and I respect where Cheney's coming from. For me, I think the Jags just had their Super Bowl. I think making the playoffs was like I thought was their Super Bowl, and then now that they got like they played with house money and twenty-seven point comeback and and went for two, like yeah. the fucking most Doug Peterson thing ever. That guy's got stones. He's a fucking yeah. awesome He's got dude. Un- I love Doug EP. Yeah, yeah, same. I love Doug EP. I him, think it's between him and Dabble for Coach of the Year, right? Uh, I would say those two uh, are Sirianni one or two. Maybe Sirianni. Yeah. Okay. And Campbell probably. I would give it to Dabble still personally. Campbell, I could see getting the top five vote if they even if that's even a thing. But oh, he'll be top five. He'll be yeah. honorable mention. Yeah. So, uh, so for that game, I def. So the line on that one. Let's just go game by game. So, okay. Pizzo, you got thoughts on this this Chiefs Jags game? Any any uh, any wisdom? Um, n- nothing really outside of what Chandler said. I personally, I think Kansas City is going to take it to them. Like yeah. you said, Frank. There, they Jacksonville is just running on high water right now. They're so excited about the comeback, making the playoffs. Kansas City's been at home like they fucking do this every year on the regular. Arrowhead's going to be so crazy. They're going to be buzzing. Um, they're going to be ready to go. I think. 
think Kansas City takes it to him by double digits. Yeah, and just one last note on this game is that, like, Casey, what, two, two, what, Mahomes has one Super Bowl. Yeah. And it was two years ago, right? It yeah. was, uh, yeah, COVID year. They won. And he lost Brady to Brady. Won the, Brady won. Oh, excuse Brady me. Brady won excuse the me, COVID three years Super Bowl. Ago. It was 2019. Yeah. Yes, Niners. Yes, in yep. 2019. Yep. And then we had Brady. Okay. Eating Mahomes. So the Chiefs have arguably been the best team in the NFL since 2019 mm-hmm. and, like, have won Super Bowl. I'm, I'm not saying that's, like – shabby or anything but i just feel like mahomes is like all right i gotta fucking get my second one here it's much like the detroit pistons in the early 2000s yeah exactly we're there every year and couldn't get over the top uh besides the one couldn't get the second time right right exactly all right so line on this game is chiefs uh oh wait so line on this game from points bet boys we are bringing this little segment here brought to you by points bet use code champagne first time users you will get a deposit match only if you are a first-time user. So this is brought to you by PointsBet. Line on this game from PointsBet right now is Chiefs 8.5. Lou, who are you taking? I said it earlier. I'll say it again. I got Chiefs by double digits. I will take them minus 8.5. Yep, I got the Chiefs 8.5 as well. I'll take the Jags. Give me the Jags and the points. <laughs> if you wouldn't have after everything you said. I you have to, yeah, Chandler. Yeah, we went on another Vikings debacle. I've lost more respect for you <laughs> than I've already lost. <laughs> All right, next game, Giants-Eagles, divisional matchup. We are in Philly for this one. Hertz is playing, hasn't played in what, how many, two, three weeks, something like that? Longer, I think. Yeah, he's banged up. He played week 18, didn't he? Did he? No, wasn't it Minshew? No, I think he played. I thought it was Minchia. No, I'm Minchina. <laughs> Minchuda. Yeah, he played week 18. Leona Machuda. I had no idea. So, uh, yeah, Giants at Eagles, these are your, these are your boys. What, are, what do we got? What do we got on Big Blue? Oh, this is I'll say this game is probably my I'm least uh, least excited for out of the Me four. Okay. Um, you know, I think that the Giants are going to keep it close. I don't really know what to expect from Philly. I feel like we haven't seen the same Philly that we saw earlier in the year. You know, these last few weeks, I don't know if they've, you know, just with the Jalen injury, with them already knowing that they're in their same spot for the playoffs already or what it is. Um, I think that the Giants are going to keep it close with them, and I think that they're gonna they're gonna they're coached well both teams are but I don't know man I don't know about Philly anymore it's it seems like Philly of all the top teams and by top teams I mean the Bengals the Bills San Fran Chiefs and Philly that Philly has like cooled off the most and like they haven't I mean Hurts got hurt and they did so much to win and they literally had the most wins in the NFL but like it it feels like just conversation around them is cooled and it's it's for me it's just got to be just because Hurts was injured right yeah so um but Divisional games always freak me out in general, and especially when you're in the playoffs versus arguably the coach of the year this year. Uh, I do think the Eagles will win this game, but the but the line currently at seven and a half, um, I don't think it's – I think that's huge. I just think it's a gigantic line for a divisional playoff game. So I got the Eagles winning that game, but I but I think the Giants – I think it's a I think it's a field goal in the in the fourth quarter to win it. So, so McCoy – some may call me not loyal. Some may say I'm being big-brained and, and just using reverse psychology to help my team out. But that line looks very fishy to me, to your exact point. Seven and a half in a divisional game looks like a lot, which is why I want to take the team that it doesn't look favorable for. I'm going to take the Eagles. I think they have a big win at home. I think they're going to explode on offense. I think this is probably a 38-20 to 20 game somewhere in that. You know, Channing, that is, that is actually how you – 
big brain yourself. You know, you go like for me, it's like, I like favorites more. I like the Eagles more. I don't like the giants in general. And so like, I will go against that theory and I'll take the giants. But then if you go big galaxy brain, it's like, well, that's so big. It's trying to bait me into taking yes. this shittier team. A lot of so, brain going so, on here. So now, now if you cerebellum's go, on you overload, go galaxy brain. You got to go. I'll change that pick. Milky way. I'll brains. change that six times before. This eight, guy's eight scribbling. <laughs> Frank just erased it. I'm on air. I'm on air recorded taking big blue plus seven and a half. Channy's got, Eagles seven and a half. What'd you have, Lou? I got uh give me big blue as well, plus seven and a half. Okay, all right. There it is. Um, all right, moving into Sunday. Uh the most popular game on the slate, the Bengali Babwas versus the Bills going into Buffalo, three PM on a Sunday. God, it's so beautiful. I just am so excited for this game and I hope it rocks. I hope it's good. Uh, weird line, in my opinion, Bills minus five up from three and a half. Like since I checked it yesterday, um, these are points bet odds. So. I have five everywhere too. Okay. Yeah. Just, it went up like a point and a half. So what's that mean, Channy? That means Vegas is sweating yeah. because early money's coming in on the Bengals and the line's moving the other way. Now, obviously there's a lot of time till the game on su- Sunday. Um, but with that being said, uh, the Bills, it, it, it just, Jamar Hamlin is going to be there. Or be on the big screen. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the same setting from a couple weeks back. I just think the Bills are on a, a destiny right now. Um, offensive line injuries for Cincinnati is going to be huge, and I think proved to be huge in this game. The line's just way too weird for me. I think the Bills cover, and I think they cover somewhat easily. Give me the Bills by 10 this weekend. Wow. Oh, okay, Channy. Channy's just got blowout central. I do uh I do agree with a lot that that you've said though. Um I think Josh Allen after having such a shitty game last week like they're fully looking t- into this game. They've been studying. They're going to get after it. I think Gabe Davis, you know, he always comes alive in the playoffs for the Bills. He's good, man. He's been, yeah, he's he a is. dog. He's a dog. Um I think since he's going to be tough, but I do like Buffalo. I think they win by 7. Give me the Bills minus five. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Um, so, obviously, the last week the Bills didn't lose, but they couldn't have felt good about how anything. Tight, how, yeah, yeah, anything, how tight that game was. Like, depleted Miami with Skyler whatever at quarterback. Yeah. Like, that couldn't have felt good. <laughs> Skyler from Delta Chi. <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah, whatever. So I was going to – I couldn't think of something. But um, <laughs> I – Theta O. Like, the only – I think it, like, will fare well for the Bills because it, 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 it's not a loss, but, like, when teams play shitty, they normally don't play shitty two games in a row, especially in the NFL, especially when you're a good team. All that being said, all Joe Burrow has like did last year was just like ruin everyone's bets and keep every game close despite not having an offensive line at all. And like, you know, he he just proves everyone wrong in these situations. And I don't want to bet against him like almost more than I don't want to get a bet against Josh Allen. So I'm taking the Bengali Babwas at plus five, even though the line is fishy as hell. I'm just kind of hoping Burrow bails me out. Okay. Okay. Um, two Buffaloes and one Bengal. And that's on that Sunday game too. Like I would say of like all the teams playing, like I like, like those teams the most too. Yeah. Like, like you just kind of root for I them would probably like pick, outside of the lions. I'd probably type want teams. one of them to win the super bowl. Yeah. If the other one doesn't fair. So just my thought there. And then the NFL's wet dream on six thirty PM. We have Cowboys at San Francisco 
at a three and a half line. San Francisco is favored. Uh, I mean, this is just everything the NFL could ever want outside of this being the conference championship, yeah. I, I think. I'm most excited for this game, actually, this weekend, too. Um, I want to see the Dallas defense with those guys matching up against Purdy to see how they contain CMC. I think Dallas's defense looked fucking incredible against Tampa. Obviously, Brady kind of looked like a scum, but... Um, overall, I think they're D I mean, they're, they're buzzing around Dak is, you know, he figured it out. I I like Dallas plus three and a half this game. I think it's going to be a nail biter. I'm I'm most excited for this game this weekend. Yeah. Um, I know you and me already have action on this. We do a little $50 side piece. You know which way I'm going. I'm taking San Fran in this one. I just feel like, uh, the Cowboys looked really good against the bucks who are a bottom 10 running team in the NFL. And they're going to run into arguably the best running attack in the NFL with San Fran. Um, it's a long way from home, and I just... Might I, be 1A1B, Tony and Zeke against CMC. I love Tony you know? Pollard. I just want Dude, to go Tony's on the Tony's an absolute that. dog. He's, so He's awesome. He's awesome. Why is he so good? I was watching the, the game head, with my dad last week, and he's like, why the fuck does Zeke even play? Because Jerry I'm loves like, him. good question. Dude, he's head and shoulders better than Zeke. He's awesome. Yeah. Tony Pollard rocks. But I'm taking San Fran in this one. I just think they're too sound, too solid, and honestly, just I just think Dak is not great. I think Dak is not great, and he's going to make one too many mistakes. So I got San Fran minus three and a half. So I have San Fran fourteen to one disclaimer to win the Super Bowl from nice. earlier in the season, uh, preseason Super Bowl pick. I do think Dallas is going to keep it close though. I think it's a three point game. I think the Niners win. I think the Cowboys cover. I think the Cowboys are tough this year. I think if my prediction is this. If the Cowboys win this game, they will represent the NFC in the, the Super Bowl. Wow. And that My was, matchup, baby. Well, what was your matchup? Bills-Cowboys Bills for the Cowboys Super Bowl preseason. Alive. Currently 10-1. to 1. Let's what, go. What was yours? San Francisco-Baltimore. Okay. Baltimore kicked rocks last week and my my whole Super Bowl went up in flames last week as well. <laughs> um, I had Chargers look good. I was kind of like, what? Do you believe in miracles? And then they lost. Uh, so I had Chargers and Bucks and that's that's didn't a happen. shitter. I was yeah. just I was actually more pumped that they both made the playoffs because there was a point where it didn't look like either of them were going to. Yeah. So, um, with that, good games. I think we're going to see four good games this weekend. I really do. Um, and uh, like I said, whatever way you put it, you start like looking forward to an NFC championship matchup and an AFC, and you're like, there's there's no bad matchup next week. Yeah. No. There's going to be good young talent in every game. Regardless. Yeah, I agree. The thing that sucks the most about watching these games is knowing that we should be there. The Detroit Lions should be playing on the one of these days. Can we touch on that really quick? Please. Can we put a bow onto the season? We can do our best. Because I, I just want to say they've made me a believer again. Yeah, you're wearing the hat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're decked out in blue and white today. <laughs> you're literally wearing <laughs> Go Lions back, gear. what episode? 84? Uh, like all of them. Yeah. The Miami Dolphins episode. <laughs> I came and said... I am back. Yeah. You are at a low no, point. They will cover. They didn't, but I sacrificed myself. <laughs> some crumbs, sir. Yeah. I sacrificed myself for, my, my, for the betterment of Metro Detroit. Wow, yeah. what a guy. Yeah. So I do want to say this. They're back. They're a way different team than they were. They're built differently than we've ever seen the Lions be built. built. Which we're seeing as of recent with the news. Well, well, I'm, I'm just saying yeah. in general, all of our, uh, a lot of our good players are on their first contracts. Yep. So you got Swift, ARSB, you've got Hutch, and we still have Kirby, picks. Joseph. I mean, and all these guys want to come back now after the Johnson news. Everyone's dude. like, hey, I mean, big time players for us: Anzalone, 
Kaminsky, <laughs> yes. Bugs, all taking pay cuts to come on back. Okay, man, dude, I that blew my mind yesterday though. When that I thought he was gone, through, dude. I thought that whoever sent that tweet in our text, I thought that was like ball sack sports. Like I did not, <laughs> I didn't believe that literally whatsoever. And the fact that he interviewed with the Colts for a head coaching job, the Houston for a head coaching job, and then had arguably, and I'm not saying it's great, but arguably the best coaching vacancy job on the market is Carolina right mm-hmm, now. Sure. That's saying a lot. That's not a great position, but it's arguably the best. Keep he, pounding. He went to UNC and grew up in Carolina. He probably was a Panthers fan. And he tur- he didn't he's not even going to do that interview anymore mm-hmm. to stay with the Lions. That blew my mind. It's to what you were saying. Like, it's not just like how it's even looking on the field. It's kind of like, whoa, are we a place people want to be? Dude, you see these guys, uh, all the guys on Instagram, like Amron and Shark, and they're like, dude, I love my brother. We're coming back. And everyone's like, we're doing this thing, man. Like, let's fucking go. Well, look from his perspective, too. I mean, yeah, you have Jamal Williams. That's a big question mark if he's going to come back. You have DJ Shark, who to me, hey, you could probably replace him. Other than that, Everybody else is the same. Yeah, and yeah. I and I don't think either of those two are going to be like if we want them. Right. If Holmes wants them, right. I don't think that's going to be too hard to bring back. I don't think so either. And then we have the thought of five picks in the first eighty-two, dude, or eighty-five picks. It's it, wild that that hasn't happened. Like you, you kind of think like now that we're good, like we've already gone through that, right? But like that's like this year was not part of the plan. No, no, no. This was a six to seven win year. Yeah. It. Mm, for I some, hate to oh, make, well. <laughs> I hate to make this comparison, but it reminds me a lot of MSU these past three years, where Tucker's first year two and four were like, "Hey, hopefully we can get to seven and five the second year," oh, yeah. and then it's like, "Holy shit, we're yeah. ten and two! Like <laughs> we're gonna contend for the Big Ten! Like everyone's already come out and said it, not just locally, nationally. Like they are gonna be favored to win the NFC North." And they're probably going to be pretty heavy, heavy, heavy favorites, favorites yeah. to win the NFC North. I don't see how they wouldn't be. Right. Rodgers is gone. And it doesn't even matter if he's back. Right. He really Who did, did they not have? have a good year. No, he didn't. The Bears are dead. They're the dead. Bears are dead I, next okay. year. So speaking of, we were talking about predictions because we're getting towards the end of the year here. My Super Bowl was shit. Uh, me and Pizzo, spot on on the nine-win floor. You said that was a floor. Spot, yeah, <laughs> and we got to our floor. Yeah. Spots so, on the floor. Room for improvement. Number three, I did say the Bears would be the worst team in the NFL, and they were damn close to it. They <laughs> were. Well, they were. They, they were, were close. They, the were. they yeah. were. Number yeah. one Number pick. One, they, were, they were the worst. Number one pick. So what do you guys want to do with our f- first pick? I want to trade back at this point. I don't think I like, like, I don't think I know. In my opinion, like, I would just, it, to me, it's, it's, it's defense, defense, defense. Like I, I, don't, I don't see even why we touch the offense. I, I truly would give Shark another one-year deal. I would too. And whatever Jamal wants, not whatever Jamal wants, but kind of just, you know, feel Two him out. Two for 15, two for 14, somewhere in there. Mr. Allens. You put, know? Put the captain on his sweater. Yeah. You know? Yeah, give him a little incentive. I don't know. He wants to be here. Tire deal? He wants to, yeah, he's like Thielen. He's going to be here. <laughs> they do. They want to be here. You know, so. That's what we're about here. Family. I, I want D... Defense, like Frank said, best defender at six. Um, I heard this today, and I I wanted to kind of pose this to you guys. So Rams are in an absolute free fall. I think we can all agree on that. No draft capital, aging rapidly, injured. They might be willing to, I don't know, maybe part ways with some of their pieces. They're going to come up to cap issues right now. So someone posed the question, if you had to give up pick 18 
and one of your second round picks for this segment, I'm going to argue the 38th pick. Mm -hmm. So our first second round pick, our second first round pick, we get Jalen Ramsey. No. I would do it for just the first round, not with the second. I don't know. I don't think so. So Jalen Ramsey's getting over the hill, not over the hill, but he's turning 30 and that's where weird things start to happen. He, ha- he is known to be a little bit of a uh, hothead. I don't know. That's if, my biggest concern. I don't know him. if you want to call him a cancer. Cause I don't think it's like to that point, but he definitely has like his issues and he he's seems, ruffled some feathers in the locker room. He seems very much about Jalen Ramsey. Yep. Um, and I don't know if I, I don't think this lion's identity or Detroit's identity is, is he's a part of that. And Holmes has drafted so fucking well that like, I just would rather have his picks and his guys in the system than to give them up for Ramsey. This is truly a question where I think it's a win-win because like, I, I wouldn't be mad either both ways, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, to do it both ways. I think he only has another year or so under his contract, which would be another issue because then you'd have to pay him after. But how I'm looking at it right now is the lions have a two to three year window to really go after a super bowl. And I understand that we're young, wow. but <laughs> you have so many guys on their first contracts. You have so much salary cap flexibility outside of dropping. They could cut Vitae if they wanted to, to save money. They could cut Brockers, Oquara. I mean, there's guys that didn't play for us at all this year. Charles Harris. Mm-hmm. We don't need them next year. We can free up tens of millions of dollars by cutting them. Yep. So my thing is this, we're going to have cap space. We are a couple defensive players away from being top two or three in the NFC, in my opinion. Yeah. And even if you gave up two picks, a first and a second, you still have a first, second, and a third. But so I think my question is, do you think Ramsey's still that dude? Yes. Okay. I do think that. I looked up his stats. He played great in the last game. I mean, if you look at it, four picks this year, 18 passes defended, second best in the NFL. I think he had two of those in the last game. Uh, Yes, he did against Seattle. I mean, he's game. a stud out there, and and no, dude, he's good. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Right. I just, I get, I just like it's, it's one of those where it's like, if he goes on IR, then the trade's dead. Like it's literally because like the window's so small, and like yeah. you know, it's just. I, I saw, just, and I just like how Holmes drafts. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, he's this draft has, he murdered. Has he drafted a corner? He drafted Kirby, but, like, I don't think he's even drafted a corner for I mean, outside of, like, Chase Lucas or a late-round pick, he hasn't. He hasn't gone after one. And then I saw another uh, good thing, too. I I think somebody sent this in our chat, Frank, but uh, we're also losing the Trey Flowers for 12.1 mil, Jamie Collins for 6.3, Tyrell Williams a mil, and Tavi a mil. Patricia. All falling off. That's 20.4 mil in cap space available at the end of this year. Crazy. So I'm going to pose this question. What's the one move? You only get one move, whether it's re-signing somebody, whether it's drafting somebody, or whether it's targeting a position in free agency. You are um, running the Lions. Great. You're Brad Holmes. Yeah, yeah. I had a brain fart. You're no, Brad you Holmes. Yeah, yeah. You I get to make one win. move. What's your move, Frank, this offseason? To be honest, I tr- – like – you bring back Chark and Williams. Like, I think you just keep that offense exactly the same. Okay. And then, I mean, mine is so vanilla and not exciting. Like, I think you follow the draft, like, and you draft all defense, and then you add depth at guard. So it, it, so your one move is oh, keep the offense the same? Yeah, and then draft all defense. Okay. That, I mean, that's not even, like, one move. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if – because on offense, I truly don't think there's anything we need to do. 
on defense, I don't know the free agency list yep. to like know who's even out there to bring in and what if it makes sense for cap and all that. Mm-hmm. So I'll be honest, I don't really know there, but I know Holmes is drafted like a goddamn stud. Right. And the only thing I would do is if he's going to trade up or back for more defense because that's, that's it's literally like top five versus bottom five offense yeah. defense. One thing that I wouldn't hate is if we hit up our old buddy Quandre in Seattle and see if he wanted to come on back yeah, home too. Okay, Pizzo's one go. move I like to it. get a veteran. I would like a nice safety or defensive back. Yes. Okay, yes. that's his one move. Yeah, I love that move. I love that move. I really like that move. <laughs> Thank you for liking it. My one T-Wa, move. T-Wa coming back though too. It's going to get crowded back there, but who doesn't love depth? Yeah, I'm my a depth one guy. move I want is we need to prioritize a linebacker. So we either spend our most money and from free agency on a linebacker. Levante David is one that comes to mind. We put a lot of money towards that. Or one of our first three picks from one to thirty eight is going to be a linebacker. Yeah. That's my one move that I want. We need a linebacker. We need a linebacker. We can even still start Rodriguez, but we need someone in the middle of that defense to help us out. I think we're really deep at D-line. I know we can always yeah. have more, but we talked about it before. We got on. Pascal looked great. Yeah. Pascal looked great. Hutchinson. Houston. Houston was awesome. Houston Mc- came out of McNeil. nowhere. Yeah. yeah. McNeil. Azarike. Kaminsky wasn't even, bad. Kaminsky wasn't bad. No, Azarike. I mean, he he might be good. He's been injured his yeah. first couple of years, so we don't know what we have in him. I th- Bugs. Yeah. Hutch year Bugsy. two, too. I mean, Hutch year two is going to be big. Hutch was so great. I'm not as worried about our D-line, not to say we couldn't improve our D-line. I think we need to get a linebacker, and then I would love to get some people in the secondary as well. I mean, well. the corners, I think, are – I mean, now that we're walking through all this, like yeah. even though we need linebacker, the corners are definitely our biggest. Like we didn't even – like guys would like have a good game and then be like healthy scratches the next week. Right. Like – we need that dude. Right. We need like our sauce. Because we have Okuda right now. Oruwari. Oruwari. Uh, Jacobs. Yep. Jerry and, Jacobs. And what's the other one? It's a very simple name. He backs up. It's like, it's a very simple name. Um, he backs up Okuda. Um, it's, it's not Chase it, Lucas, is it? No. Is it? Har- it's not Harris. Um, I'm not too sure who it is. Yeah. I'm blanking on his name. It's a very... Very common. I like looked up Detroit Lions cornerbacks and it says Darius Slay, Dre Bly, and Desmond Trufant. Good. Yep. <laughs> we bring them back. We should play them more. We should play those guys more. Yeah. And then, yeah, we forget T Walk snapped his ACL. I'm for- all for drafting all defense all day. Yeah. Same. I mean, the, the other thing we forget about is we've seen just flashes, which I'm sure you're going nuts at the Packers game when he caught the flea flicker, but like. Unleash J-Mo. Yeah. Like he's... I'm a little worried that there there is some issue... Not issues there, but I think he doesn't know the, the playbook or something. Like, I think there's something a little... There's just some quotes coming from, like, Ben Johnson and Holmes that are just like, yeah, he's not where we want him to be yet. Like, I just feel like there's a few things, but yeah, I agree. Right. Like, I hope there's nothing more to that and, like, another offseason, like, can get him over the hump or whatnot. But, like, when he got the ball in his hand this year, when he was on the field, like... He's he can electric. Fly. He can fly. The touchdown that got called back for yeah. Green Bay, I mean, he, like, the DBs had steps on him. Right. And he just, boom, bu- dusted him. He, he like, Five ran yards. out of his shoes it was almost. crazy, man. So uh, that's something that I think, not that we forget about, but, like, we're going to see a 100% Jamison Williams from the rip next year. Yeah. Like, that's a totally that's different exciting offense. to think about. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, like, 
Swift is going to be better and more consistent. I think I I do. I, this I don't is a huge think, year for him. Contract I, year. Yep. Yeah, and I just don't think you. I'm not ready to throw him in the trash like a lot of Lions fans are right now. No, I think he's great. I think he's proven that. I think his last three to four weeks, what he does catching the ball out of the backfield is a di- is what we need from him. I still don't understand why Jackson's been getting all these touches. I don't mind Jackson. I don't mind him either, but I don't I like, like Jamal him. better. Yeah. yeah, I don't like I him. I like DeAndre better I than agree, Jackson. I agree. So it'll be very interesting, but like, I don't know. We're we're so far out from next year, but like, maybe one of the Stafford Calvin years we had this much hype. But like, I no. cannot remember mm-hmm. this much hype as an adult going into a Lions because we're truly going to be favored to win the division. Yes, we're not. We're not with Stafford and Rodgers where it's like the same well, Kool Aid talk well, either. Still, they're still the the prime of Aaron Rodgers, right? And Devontae Adams and whatever it is. Like, this is truly, like, we're going to be favored. And I got to believe, I just wrote this note down back when we were talking about Ben Johnson. Um, I don't think a lot of people have, like, heard him talk, you know, because he's not Dan Campbell. He's just kind of this low-key guy that came up and had an awesome year. So I was, like, watching all these, like, press conferences with him. Dude, he is so well-spoken and so well-liked. Like, I'm watching these going, like, we have one more year. Right. Like, we have one. He more. wanted to be here again. Dude, but, like, I just think, like, he is go- if he has a year again. He'll like, murder an interview for a head coach. I think he did. I think yeah. he murdered two of them and was going to get an offer and didn't want to, like. Leave the ship, baby. Burn bridges. The like, ship's sailing still. Yeah. So, I'm really jacked. Fucking hell of a year. Way to close it out. It's, it's, it is insane that the. Uh, it's like we did get like somehow jobbed like again to close the year, but I am putting a bow on it. Um, and you know, we probably would have played San Fran, but man, it would have been sick to just see like, cause that would have been a true measuring stick right off the rip. Yeah. Right. You know, like getting the Vikings, I think we would have beat the piss out of them. But like, I really wonder what a team like San Fran would do to us. Uh, you know, I think we do to them. Right. Yeah. I think it would have been a tougher game. That's for sure. Um, but in the, at the end of the day, like, Let's be realistic. We're not there yet this year. And and that's the other thing is, like, I am pissed. You know, we got jobbed, quote, unquote, with the calls. But, like, you, you really can't start one and six. You can't. No. Absolutely You, you can't not. start one and six. That was on us. We got <laughs> killed in New England. Dude, we looked. We, it was just we were a different team. Crazy. Right. How about that New England? Yeah, that New England game. It, it, it's, it's crazy. But, I mean, you look at, like, next year's schedule. So, 17 games now. We have nine Road games next year, eight home games. So this year we had one extra home game. We got jobbed. You know, <laughs> but either way, I look at my, I, and like, now I'm going to start sounding like you guys. Because I think we can go yeah. eight no at home. <laughs> this is our home Holy opponents. Dude, Chicago, oh Green Bay, Minnesota. Chani got into the Win, stuff. win, win. Win, win, win. <laughs> Atlanta, Carolina. Win, win. Denver, Las Vegas. Jeez. Seattle. Wow. All very, very winnable. And some of these teams, obviously, fucking the NFL is the most up and down league. 100%. Brady could be on the Raiders next year. I was going to say, I think Raiders are going to like do some stuff this offseason. I think they'll be okay next year. They stink. Don't sleep on Oakland. Josh McDaniels stinks. Yeah. No, they're not going to be good next year. I said they'll be okay. They're not going to be good. But you look, 8-0 at home and the road schedule. 8-0 out there too? 9-0? No, not. not, No, it's really tough. Yes, we have some tough Which division do we play? AFC West yeah. next year okay. and the NFC South. So our road games out of uh, division, Kansas City, Chargers, Saints, Bucks, Ravens, Cowboys. Wow. That's oh. some tough road games. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, we got wait, the Cowboys we, we, on the road again. Yes. Are we, we got Cowboys? Come on, on, dude. Wait, wait. We got Cowboys on the road and Saints on the road? Yes. Yeah. Domes. Yeah. Domes. Dome game. Oh, and when true. we played Dallas the first time, like, we were bad Lions. We should look at that yes. game, dude. I really want to go to Jerry's World. I don't know if that's something the Fizz could that, be interested that or, in. That or Arrowhead, I yeah. think. One of those, either Jerry one of those. Back, dude, or New Orleans. Dude, I've been there, though. Which, so yeah, I, yeah, me too. It was twice. great. It was awesome. Yeah. No, dude, that's big, though. Two domes for Chili Jared. Yeah. No, we're good in domes. And Tampa Everyone Bay. Likes domes. Tampa. Florida. Tampa's going to be a totally different team. They're done. Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're yeah. done. It's going to be warm there, too. Yes, and it's going to be warm there. I'm basing this all on temperatures. Los you, Angeles. Ooh, Chargers. Warm. Yep. warm. SoFi. Yeah. Beautiful new stadium. Yep. Chiefs, hopefully early in the year. Yeah. Hopefully early in the oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that could be cold. And then Baltimore. That's a that's a tough. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going one. to Baltimore. <laughs> that's where the white jerseys don't that's look so good. One. I'm gonna miss on that one. Oh god, that's a tough. I one. don't know. I'm saying all this, and we just beat the Green Bay. You know, we beat Packers in fucking 20 degree weather. So that's um, a tough one. In the fucking tundra. All right, boys. Good football talk. Uh, you know, I think let's just move right on into uh, the over under and close it up. Close her up. Close let's up do shop. it, baby. Nice, Frank. Stroking out here at the end. <laughs> All right, Jerry sent this list. He actually sent it. Um, he's he's like vacationing somewhere, um, really exotic. Um, wow, he's still on the horn on vacation. Yeah, and he sent this. Preach, Jerry. He sent this last week in prep for the show without me asking him or anything. And I, I don't I don't actually know where he is, but it's somewhere. It's it's like way more exotic than where you were. It's, okay, you know, it's a place I probably would never fucking down talking the Bahamas over <laughs> here, man. No, I just feel like the Bahamas is a place like I would like be like, oh, that's where I would go vacation. Jerry, yeah, Jerry's like you know like is knit, he in like knitting things with locals and is he in like Peru or something? Something. Okay, yeah, cool. So knitting things with locals. <laughs> so yeah. Jerry, send us a couple sentence right up next week. Yeah, so Jerry, text me. We want to hear about the trip. I truly don't know where he is. Um, okay, but here's his list. Regardless, he started it with LGRW, uh, which is Jesus Christ. I don't know if anybody watched that Coyotes game last night. Dude, that was fucking painful. They, that was so embarrassing. They had like 40 shots to 20. Yes. And, we st- and then in overtime, like Coyotes were controlling the game the whole time in overtime even. Yeah, dude, and then, but how, the game was awful. Like yeah. puke all over the place, but how funny was watching like mullet arena dude. Yeah. i was just gonna say that what's more funny the loss or the that yeah. you're playing in front of 10 people dude the yeah. valley sports crew to start it was just like we're going back to our college days <laughs> like, john, they were dragging the arizona coyotes and like their whole setup like john keating and like mickey redmond didn't even go subbed ozzy in for the game it's like fuck i think that. mickey picks the games he wants to go to definitely like, the yeah. road game so ozzy's there it was keating uh, Ken Daniels and they were all just kind of like, like don't don't talk too loud in the press box. Like you're gonna hear the people behind us. Like <laughs> and it was just so wild to see the whole the crowd was like filled, but it was all wings. It fans. was all wings, all fans. wings fans. Yes. And the crazy thing is about that situation. They have at minimum two more full seasons in there outside of this Ye- season. I couldn't believe when they said that two more full seasons and. They haven't even approved their proposal. It goes to a vote this May. That's insane. So if the city of Tempe doesn't want to make them a new stadium. <laughs> Dude, this is going to be. They're just stuck playing at fucking <laughs> ASU. Dude, this is going to be such uh, a 30 for 30. Like, of just like, this is such an embarrassment for the NHL that I feel like it's it's so. If this was the NFL or even the NBA or the MLB, right. this would be just like egregiously unacceptable. But if Connor Bedard goes to Arizona. They're going to fucking have a stadium, I bet you. <laughs> yeah, I just don't – I don't get why they don't even just end the team or fucking put them somewhere in Canada. Like, yeah. I just don't get it. They, they should yeah. relocate at this point. I just point. don't get it. No, I agree. Sick jerseys, though. 
Cool, very cool. All right. Over, under. Over, under. Here we go. Number one on the list, starting with you, Chandler. Number one, ding, dong, ditching. Wow. <laughs> so this is a thing of the past now since we've had ring cams and whatnot. I don't oh, think yeah, kids of this of generation Technology can really ruining do it. everything. This was my weekend from age 13 till I could drive. 29. We ding, dong, ditched every single weekend. I mean- we did some other stuff sometimes, depending on who it was or whatnot, but we had this guy in our neighborhood that would put piano wire to try to catch us tripping, and then one time he drove in his car, and he grabbed one of my buddies and tried to yank him in the car, saw wow. that we were ding-dong ditching. Yeah, his name was Dorman, ex-Marine. I mean, growing up, I should have never fucked with this guy. listening? <laughs> we thanks did. Listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, Dorman. But either way, ding-dong ditching, underrated. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm going up next here. Ding-dong ditching is absolutely underrated. A top childhood mischief uh, activity. I would say ding-dong ditching is like the gateway drug into childhood mischief. Like, yeah. I feel like you kind of start with yeah. ding-dong And then ditching. you move to Chromies. Yeah, I was going to say yes. <laughs> you start stealing Chromies. And then, then you start egging then things. Then you egg a house or toilet paper house yep. or both. Yep, yep. Um, and then, you know, once you're in high school, then you're garage then you, like yes. Now you're flirting with felonies. <laughs> <laughs> then you shoot Roman candles into the garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it gets a little dicey. but but Burglary. It, yeah, then, then like the cute childhood innocence kind of goes away and, and you get written up. It's not that funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, then, then it's citation, you know, and a lot of bills, community service, so... Um, yeah, ding-dong ditching, underrated. Gateway drug of childhood mischief. Completely agree. Keep it short, keep it sweet, underrated. Yeah, love that shit. Um, number two, uh, I'll take this one. Number two, French toast. Um, I am a big breakfast pastry guy. Like, I don't think French toast is the top dog. I'd probably go pancakes one, French toast two, waffles three. Good Dep- list. Depending on the day, yeah. three or two, I'd flop those. Good list. Pancakes are num- definitely number no one. No question. But either way, I'm not looking down on any of those pastries at all. French toast, underrated. I love French toast as well. I would almost put French toast maybe above pancakes for me. I'm a huge French toast guy, severely underrated. So I'm I'm not as big of a French toast guy. I'm not a big sweet guy at breakfast outside of pancakes. Okay. I love pancakes. Waffles are too much. French toast is too much. I just never make French toast. So I, I'm going to go with overrated. Although, side note, my wife eats feta cheese on her French toast. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I could see that maybe being good, actually. Try it next time if you're listening. Feta cheese on French toast. Did they just mix up powdered sugar one day and she rolled with it? I, maybe one she of her thought friends, it was sugar and it put cheese on that's it. That's what I mean. That's one of I'm her saying, friends though. is Eastern Euro and they do it over there. So um, she started Raz adopting Eastern it. Raz, Eastern Euro. Yeah, Shout so, out. I mean, so try it next time. Feta on the French toast. Overrated, though. To, to that point, though, you're right. Like, I don't eat sweets a lot. So if I ever do, I'm ordering pancakes. I'm, I'm never, like, yes. being like, I'm going to pass up. You're not waking up in the morning and firing up the old griddle? No. I, well, I had pancakes uh, Monday. So great. you're a liar. It's a little treat. What? No, I'm just saying I'm not doing the French toast. Fuck off. Number three, you're up, Pizzo. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Loser. (laughs) Nerd. Overrated. Yeah, I don't like Bill Nye. Huge nerd. His old show sucked. I watched it as a kid. Fucking, I felt dumber after I saw the episodes. Yeah, Yeah, you're definitely, yeah. Oh my God. Sure, it was definitely Bill Nye that made you dumber. Yeah, Bill's been speaking out a lot lately. I'm not a big Bill Nye guy. Never was. His show kind of creeped me out. Overrated. 
Uh, I have no idea what he said recently. Literally no idea. So uh, I had no problem with Bill Nye, the science guy. I did not. I expected like a resounding uh, underrated <laughs> from you guys because I have no idea what he's saying now. But my cousin always used to watch it. And I honestly did think it was kind of fucking nerdy. But I don't know. Respect the guy. I'm going to say underrated. I'm going to say underrated. But I have no idea what he's saying lately. What's he saying lately? Just uh, COVID talk. Okay. Got it. COVID stuff. Whatever. I'm going to stick with underrated. Pizzo, you or uh, Chandler, up. you're up. I always fuck this up. Number four, country music. So this is a this is a good one. If you would have asked me five years ago, I would have said overrated. I'm now going to flop, and I'm going to say country music is underrated. Wow. Um, a lot of people in my office listen to it, so like it's always on and around me, and I used to hate it and want to change it. Now I kind of gotten into it, and I think there's some good artists out there. So country music underrated especially up north in the summer in michigan shout out national michigan day today oh yeah that's shout out shout out michigan shout out michigan day january 18th um so country music in general i just feel like i gotta say i'm gonna say it's overrated i'm gonna say country music is overrated that being said the reason i'm saying that is honestly out of respect for true country listeners the country music that i like anybody who likes true country like would not consider it country. Like my my country, quote unquote, has like Nelly, Rocky has like fucking Nelly on it. Like it's it's like the stadium. old town road. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> it's like that. It's it's stadium pop music. That's not country. It's, it's not it's not country. Right. So that's you the, ain't country. That's the stupid pop stuff I like when I'm up north and on a boat and drinking a hundred beers. So true country, I have no idea really what it's like. A lot of it sounds the same to me, so I'm going to say it's overrated because the shit I like is is truly trash. Frank, when you get home tonight, please listen to Alan Jackson. Okay. That is some <laughs> true 90s country. I will say they all seem to have the same name. Alan Jackson, I feel like I could have put some balls in a pit and pulled out that name. It's like Sam Cooke, Alan Jackson, Cliff Bells. Is that a guy? George like, Strait. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not a big country guy either. I probably have like six country songs total on my Spotify saved. Sam Hunt. It's uh no, I have a couple Luke Bryan's Luke and uh, Bryan. American else? Kids, Kenny Chesney, just like the most slapdick country same. songs. Um, so I'm not a big country guy. <laughs> Overrated. Those are all the same name. Yeah, I agree. I, it's all slapdick stuff. All right, number five, last on the list, and to close out episode 92, number five on the list, fanny packs. Um, and it's on me. I'm going to say fanny packs are, are, are <laughs> underrated uh, back in my festival days. And, yeah, my festival days, like when I was partying my ass off and you're wearing last athletic week. shorts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you need a fucking fanny pack. Fanny packs are key to surviving weekends like that, and they're just really helpful to hold all your stuff one spot. Easy Dude. to do, underrated. Love fanny packs. I fucking love fanny packs. They are so underrated. Anytime I go on a vacation or, like you said, a festival or anything where I'm walking around and I have, like, a 100 things I'm carrying, like, cigs, phone, mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. card. Handgun. Yeah, exactly. Anything, <laughs> like, you put it all on. You want to wear it around your waist. You can wear it in the front. You want to put it around the back. You can do that. Swing you want to go fucking over the shoulder, strap up, Done. I love fanny packs, severely underrated. I'm going to do a clean sweep, underrated. They're great when you travel in an airport too, and you just need to easily access like a passport or you have your boarding pass or, I mean, people don't do that as much anymore. Put your headphones in there. I like the fanny pack, nice, easily accessible, 
underrated. Very practical. And actually, one of the biggest takeaways we had from Lambeau driving home was we all wish we had fanny packs. Yeah. Yep. Well, That's like love- a vacation staple for me. Anytime I go, I always throw it in my bag. Yeah. And got your flask in. Sp- yeah. yeah. When I had the flask in, number one, wouldn't have lost one of my gloves, which I did. And my buddy wouldn't have lost his phone. But the good people of Green Bay, the next morning, 8 a.m., picked it up from a rando at a grocery store. Shout out Green Bay. Shout out Green Bay. Good folks. Good Midwestern folks. Hey, and shout out you guys, the listener. Thanks for being patient. We were off last week living our lives and shit like that. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Episode 92. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please go write us a review and give us a rating. We really would appreciate it. And then, hey, if you guys got anything you guys want us to talk about or have questions for us, give us an email at info at champagneathletics.com. We'd love to hear from you. I don't even care if you're just making fun of me or berating me or anything like that. We just like to know that you're out here listening. So thank you guys again. We really appreciate you. Good luck on all your bets this weekend, and we will see you next week. Thank you for the support. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, fam. Let's go. See ya. Cause baby you a song and you make me wanna